startup failures, successes, and learning from all over the world. Welcome to a new episode of the International Entrepreneurs Podcast. A very well welcome to a new episode of the International Entrepreneurs Podcast. It's great to have you here today. And my name is Sylvan. I'll be your host today. The topic I'm going to talk about today is one that I experienced from a not so good perspective because I was really doing a bad job at it. And during my first startup, Jim Hopper, uh, we also had investors on board pretty early on. And I have never done anything in terms of investor relations before. I basically came out straight from university and they, that really put a lot of pressure on me. And also I had to figure out a lot of stuff along the way because managing investors is a delicate but also super important topic. So let's just jump right into it. Basically, your relationship already starts before you say yes. That being said, what does that actually mean? That means that you should be very careful with the selection of your investors and not just say yes to the first best offer. Because having investors on board is very similar to being married. You go through the good, the bad and the ugly and only get rid of each other if A, you get fired, or B, your company goes bankrupt. Both scenarios are probably not what you're exactly looking for if you start a company. But then of course the question arises, how do you actually find good investors? There are two aspects from my perspective. So first of all, you should make sure that besides the money, they also bring additional benefits to the table. For example, you are running a B2B startup that sells enterprise uh, customers. And in that case, you're basically looking for investors that also have a broad network of enterprise executives in your area and ideally also some B2B sales experience. So a good investor can not only open doors, but also provide you with the right feedback on how to sell and also on how to sell faster. And then they can really support you with the most value. And second, also important, you should also make sure that they have actually enough time to support you. Another trick question here is, okay, now you know what you're looking for, but where do you actually find these individuals, these investors that add value to your business and also bring you money? So here, I think if you don't already have a good network, like almost none of us have, if we do the first company or we come straight from university, then it's basically time to do your homework and search LinkedIn up and down. Reach out cold to the potential investors and ask them for their input and expertise, not directly for an investment. Eventually, they will be interested in investing in your company or support you with their network and open doors for you. And doing this cold outreach is pretty uncomfortable, especially here in Switzerland, because this is, you know, so many people are afraid of getting rejected or are afraid of getting a no but it will really benefit you in so many ways in the long run. So just do it, get over it, pick up the phone or pick up your computer and, and write them an email, a LinkedIn message whatsoever, and just reach out, call to them. And then once you actually get investors on board, it's very important to manage them proactively, to communicate openly, and basically also spice up your monthly reporting a bit. Why monthly reporting? Usually startups that have investors on board, they have to deliver a monthly reporting to them. So I suggest that you really also follow that trend and send a monthly reporting because that means also discipline for you and your team uh, to establish a certain level of professionalism. 
And also at the same time, every reporting is a chance that you can ask your investors for intros, for a favor, and basically put them to work for you. So at the beginning of each reporting, you should put a specific ask, like for example, you're looking for a new chief marketing officer and need some intros or recommendations on where to find them. Put it there and ask your investors to support you on this and you'll be surprised by how much their network can actually help you. But you have to ask for it in order to get access to it. That's super important. And then what can you actually do beyond the regular monthly reporting and so on? Your monthly reporting is, from my perspective, not enough to establish a good founder-investor relationship. And as I mentioned before, this is really something that I haven't paid enough attention to. And the in-person exchange with all investors is super important and can really make a huge difference. And that's something I wish I had done differently at the first startup Chim Hopper that I did. So what I suggest here is host a dinner or go, go for some drinks every four to six months at least. You can also do more often than this and invite all of your investors. They might even pay for their own lunch or their drinks whatsoever uh, to facilitate this personal exchange and strengthen your relationship. Because there's nothing worse than, you know, you invest in a company, you never hear from them, maybe not even a monthly reporting. And then after, I don't know, six months or one year, they basically contact you and say, oh yeah, actually we're running out of money next month. Uh, we need to do a capital increase and get more of your money. Probably not the best sign of trust to get that money closed. So really pay attention to that. Um, really make it a priority and reach out to your investors on a regular basis, meet them face-to-face -face, in person to really have this strength uh, or strengthen this personal relationship and have a strong um, boundary there that you can really rely on the network and, and the good communication. And then I think really this combined with the regular specific asks are crucial parts of building trust and having an honest and open exchange. And from my perspective, with that, you will not only set yourself apart from 90% of other startups, but you will also leverage your investors' networks and know how the best way you can. In return, this will push you and your company to new heights of success and will probably make you a more success or more successful in the long run. Something I highly recommend, um, if you're not doing it already, think about it and also think about how you can implement it. Good luck with that and see you in the next episode.